0: Hello and welcome to A Mighty Practice, a podcast about how to identify and overcome your creative roadblocks. I'm your host, artist and coach, Christine Garvey. In each episode, I'll share challenges I've encountered in my own creative practice over the last 15 years and techniques I've developed to work through them. If you're feeling blocked, frustrated, or overwhelmed in your creative work and you don't know where to go, you are not alone, my friends, and you're in the right place. Hello! Happy New Year! We made it to 2021! Oh man, it doesn't feel that different though, huh? (laughs) We have a little dark start to the year with the storming of the Capitol building and everything. But uh, other than that, I hope you had a restful holiday. I hope that you did something that was truly refreshing for yourself. I spent two weeks doing nothing. And by doing nothing, I mean I watched every single Harry Potter movie and I ate cake. And I gotta tell you, I have no regrets. <laughs> it was great. I, I just sat with my cat and I watched like 30 hours of TV. So I really needed it. I feel a little bit more refreshed. I hope that you do as well. And I'm excited to... Pop into the podcast this year and talk about some of the things that we're going to have happening in 2021. Um, Some things we're going to talk about this month on the podcast. We are going to be talking about your creative season. We are going to be talking about striving versus performing. We're going to talk about cultivating trust and all amazing things related to building your creative practice. So stay tuned on some of those topics other things that are going to be slightly different about the podcast in 2021 you'll notice that not all of our episodes like if you have been going back and reviewing episodes that have been useful to you not all of them are staying live um you know all the time so those some of those are going to be up for our episodes are going to be up for a shorter period But if you become a workshop member, you get access to our full podcast library as well as additional episodes. So come on over to A Mighty Practice and join our workshop membership and you can get access to the full library of episodes if if it has been helpful to you. If you want to just stay here and be like a casual listener, that's great too. I'm just so happy that you are here. And one thing that I wanted to offer which um, i i kind of put out to my newsletter audience is a special flash sale for our workshop membership i forgot to announce it here just because i was so caught up with my harry potter and my cake and so i am putting together a limited flash sale that's 48 hours that is just for podcast listeners it's not going to be advertised anywhere else just here And that is going to be to get a year membership to our workshop, um, a year offering of our workshop membership for $2.99, which is super discounted. And that is going to be available for the next 48 hours. So from this Friday, which is going to be the 15th today until Sunday the 17th at 12.00 p.m. Central Time, you can go to amightypractice.com slash podcast fan and check that out. Real quick, what is the workshop membership? If you have been liking the topics here, if you feel like you want to engage deeper, you want more resources, you want more accountability, you want more community around building your creative practice... That is what we have at an entry level in the workshop membership. So when you sign up, you get unlimited access to all of our classes. That is classes around how to experiment, how to develop a process, how to generate ideas, how to think about your work, how to set goals. Classes all in the vein of starting and building your practice You get access to school-wide coaching calls, monthly art assignments, podcast episodes, and then a couple of new things that we're doing in uh, 2021, which is what I call Artist Talk Real Talk. That is where we're going to have an artist come in once a semester and give a talk about their practice and talk about how they make it all work, how they pay their bills, you'll have a chance to engage really deeply with them and what they're putting out there. And then something called Feedback Fridays, which is where you can actually sign up to get feedback from a working artist. So it's an amazing resource that is not out there elsewhere in this capacity. And so I'm really, really thrilled to put it out there and to share it with you guys. So I hope we see you in the workshop membership. So mightypractice.com slash podcast fan one word and if you go there in the next 48 hours you can get our workshop membership for $2.99 for the whole year. All right that's my announcement for today and what we're going to talk about I got some inspiration for today's episode from a workshop that we just ran In our membership program for um, around creative goal setting. So I wanted to take some of the nuggets from that workshop on creative goal setting and kind of um, offer you something to think about when it comes to approaching this year and thinking about what you want to spend your time doing and thinking about where you want to put your creative energy. Because I notice when it comes to January, right, like we're all, we put this pressure on ourselves to just be ready to go and to make that to-do list and to just start optimizing and approaching the year with like, you know, unbridled enthusiasm. And I just feel like that is not... How most of us are feeling this year. I think most of us have that kind of compounded distress of 2020 that's just sitting with us, and it's hard to feel connected to our work and it's hard to feel ready to get started. So, if that's you, if you're feeling that way, you are very much not alone. And so, what I wanted to offer you in today's episode is something called Identifying Your Creative Season. And I wanted to give you Some exercises for thinking about your priorities, not so much in terms of the year and making a master list of everything you might want to build or move towards or, you know, goal set around this year, but to get more in touch with the short term, the present, because that is what I think we need if we're going to learn anything from 2020. It has to be that we cannot truly predict the future and we have to be in touch with what we're doing right now and maybe some more short-term goals that we can control that are habits-based to move us forward. And so that is where I want to talk about your creative season and thinking around what you specifically need in this moment as a creative person and what to prioritize right now. Okay, so I'm going to give you some things to think about there. And then, if this is something you want some more help around, if you get really overwhelmed in January, uh, check out, especially for our our workshop members, check out the um, workshop Creative Goal Setting, and there's more resources around this topic. Okay, so I always mention to people. when I work with uh, people individually in coaching and in groups, is that I don't really set yearly goals. This is a, this is something that I have I've really changed around in the last couple of years, because I found that when I try to think in terms of the whole year, it's very easy to get tripped up, and I find it's much more difficult to be flexible because the way that I might feel in January and my priorities in January could be very different uh, by November and so I when I make something that's annual I can feel um, kind of hammered in and not really in touch with how where my energy is at that particular time and so what I recommend if you struggle with over overwhelm and prioritization to think about seasons Think about your life happening in seasons, your time and energy happening in seasons, and your creativity happening in seasons. So what is like, how can we approach that? And and why is this something that I really um, encourage creative people to think about their life as happening in seasons? A few different reasons. One is that, like I said, we are people who struggle with overwhelm. Creative people, one of the biggest challenges in in all the work and research I've done around creativity and artists and the ways that we are in the world is that we are excited about so many things. We have a lot of ideas, a lot of projects, and we get very easily overwhelmed because oftentimes we're prioritizing those ideas and those projects alongside working a full-time job or being a parent or having another, you know, usually another commitment where it's very like rare that artists are really just doing one thing and focusing on their work. So we get, you know, very easily overwhelmed and scattered and are left feeling like we have no idea what to prioritize. So that's, this is, you know, maybe the first reason why I like to think seasonally versus yearly. The second one is that artists are what I call strivers. Strivers. And what a striver is, is someone who is working and creating with the feeling of never enoughness. Right? It's like that feeling of, I can't apply to all the grants. I can't develop enough. I need to do more in the studio. I need to do more you know, in collaborating and connecting and, you know, applying to things, whatever it is that you are striving in, you do not get the satisfaction out of doing the work. You always feel like there is more to do, right? There's that internal feeling of never enoughness. And so if you are a striver, and I'm speaking as a a striver in recovery is (laughs) what I will say, um, uh, if you are a striver, right, it's, and we make a master long to-do list, and we make this big, uh, ambitious map for the year, we, we don't ever get that satisfaction off of checking things off because we will always continue to add things to the list, right? Because we never feel full enough, well enough, like we've accomplished enough, right? That's a that state of striving. This is very common for artists, So if we think seasonally, when that striving crops up, when we say, I got to do more, this is not enough, then we can return and say, not right now. Right now, this season, I am focusing on this. My other questions, my other priorities, I'm just setting them to the side for right now. I'm letting them linger because I'm focusing on what this season is requiring of me. So it's really helpful if you struggle with that striving mindset and our next episode this month, I'm going to talk more about striving and I'm going to bring in, um, an expert on the subject of what striving is. So we're going to talk about that whole concept. Okay. So the third reason that I really recommend thinking seasonally for artists has to do with change we as artists are creatures that need room to change we are not productivity machines if you go on instagram and you see you know creative people and you're like oh my god how are they producing so much work like what's wrong with me i'm not a productivity machine like that you know it's that is okay i think it's a bad image of what it it, it kind of shows how artists are, you know, it shows one image of how artists are in the world. And what I would encourage you to think about yourself is as a vessel. You are not a productivity machine. You are a vessel. And as a vessel, you are sometimes full and sometimes you are running low and sometimes you are totally dry, right? And you have to be filled up. You have to be tended to. You do not have one static state and you need different things when you're in touch with the vessel yourself as a vessel you are in touch with what you might need you might need a phase of rest or a phase of research phase of collaboration or a phase of making and expressing right and those are all things that have to account for change they are not static things and so that's another reason why i encourage the season because uh, pl- you know planning seasonally is because I think it really helps you allow for difference allow for change and to let your work pivot with where you are at right and not just have this kind of like concrete map that you must follow and if you don't follow it right very rigid very unhelpful okay so how do we determine our creative season how do we know what we're at and what we need right now and to set some, uh, priorities around that. And I'm going to give you a few questions to think about, to help you get there. The first one, what are you creating space for right now? This is a really helpful question. I think about this one a lot. What are you creating space for right now? Is it a new job? Are you trying to call in a new job? Is it a move? Are you making some type of transition? Is it building a business? Is it building a practice? Is it an exhibition or some type of opportunity? Is it parenthood? Is it some type of new life change that you are making? What is it that you are trying to prepare for or create space for in your life? Do some reflecting on that one. And see what comes up. The second part of that is what type of energy does that require? So for example, say you said I a new job is something I'm trying to create space for. I'm trying to make a change around. What type of energy does that require? Does that require um, balance? Does it require organization? Does it require like a higher type of energy, or maybe you said, I am trying to, you know, plan for, create space for a new body of work. Does that require maybe a more spacious energy, a more gentle energy, a more um, quiet energy, right? Something where you're centering and thinking about yourself. So it's just to get in touch with uh, the feeling that that Uh, The thing you're trying to create space for, the feeling around that and what that might be asking of you. Just list it out in some words, key words and feelings that come up. Okay, so that's the second question. What type of energy does that require? Does the space you're trying to create, the thing you're trying to prepare for require? And then the third one, which I find really helpful, who are your models in this moment? in this season who are your models who are you looking to could be artists any type of you know creative that you think any any human you know that you think is just inspiring you love what they're putting out in the world you love what they are putting together that they're making space for who who are these models and they should not be people um ideally that you feel like conflicted about or feel um you know, in competition with in some capacity, that you want these people to feel really spacious. You wanna be grateful for the energy and the example that they're putting out in the world, right? Cause that's makes you feel uh, expansive. You wanna feel expansive when you are thinking about these models. I will give you an example. I, I pick models out for both my creative life and my life as a coach. And I talked about this in my uh, creative goal setting workshop this past weekend. Um, And I look, you know, I look at that collection of of artists and coaches and teachers, and I think, what is it that they represent? What are these people doing in the world that I admire? And a lot of the words that came up were um, balanced, heart-centered, honest, authentic, funny, playful, joyful, right? This is huge because it also helps indicate what's important to me right now, what I want to be feeling in my own life, the work or, you know, the priorities I have that that I want to be um, thinking about, right? Where my energy is right now and what I want to be, what else I want to be putting out in the world. So think about question number three. Who are your models in this moment, in this season? Whose example are you looking to? and can they give you permission think about that one and then you have all this content right now you which is very values based you have the, what are you creating space for what type of energy does that require who are your models and then the last question from these examples from this information can you derive a theme Is there a theme that's coming up? Look back through all those words and see, can you circle some things that are coming up again and again of what's important to you, where your focus needs to be right now? When I have done this exercise with um, people in the past, really interesting themes have come up. And I'm going to share some of the themes with you here to give you some ideas when you do this exercise on your own. Theme examples. Examples nesting and centering this is somebody who had just moved and they were trying to prepare their home and their studio and their office and that was where their priorities were for that season partnership and collaboration this was somebody who was building a business and said hey i need help hey i need more ideas i need to bring in some people to get me get this thing moving right this is about expansion and connection and collaboration and that was the theme of their season Another one that someone said was preparing to launch. I loved this one. They knew that they needed a new job. They needed a new city. They needed to start thinking about uh, what was next for them. And there was their whole season was going to be about preparation, about getting themselves ready to make a big change. And that, that really helped them get in touch with the energy and the priorities they needed to set with that in mind. So think about what your theme is and then allow that theme to guide your goal setting, to guide the actions that you are going to put forth in what you're doing over the next three months. And again, if you need help with framing that outcome and take our creative goal setting workshop in our workshop uh, library for our members. All right, that's it. I hope we see you in a class, again check out that 48-hour flash sale that's happening at a mighty practice.com/slash podcast fan. It's $2.99 for the year. And I look forward to talking to you guys more this year about lots of exciting stuff for your creative practice. So stay tuned and have a great rest of your week. Okay, bye-bye. <music> If you want to dig deeper into some of the ideas we talked about here today, you have to come check out my new school for artists at amightypractice.com. We offer classes and coaching to give artists of all levels what they need to get started and stay motivated in their creative work. Find out more by going to amightypractice.com or stay in touch with what we're doing by signing up for our bi-weekly newsletter. Thanks, y'all.